Hey guys, how's it going? Are you a Marvel or a DC fan? To be honest, I swore by Batman. The comics, the animated series and the Christopher Nolan trilogy with Christian Bale and Heath Ledger. And then I fell in love with the Marvel universe. The way they define and uh, you know the amount of uh, detail they put in every character from Iron Man and his sense of humor um you know to mark ruffalo's rugged shirt to molten on the inside hulk and of course the women i mean black widow to captain marvel to shuri i mean did you notice the horrible graphics uh, dc used in the second wonder woman movie i mean i was stunned and you know with loki series coming out soon i'm looking uh, up to you know marvel more and more i mean even wonder vision is finally picking up pace after meandering for the first couple of episodes um so i spoke to two hardcore fans actor harshvardhan kapoor and celebrity photographer rohan shreshta listen on as they fight for their superheroes as for me i think it's clear that it's wakanda forever Harshvardhan and Rohan welcome to the HD branch podcast the DC versus Marvel universe special so what do you guys think about the DC and Marvel comics harsh why don't you go first i really like the batman comics and stuff and uh, you know uh, and a lot of those vintage comics are actually really strong on story you don't really see those themes and nuances and character uh make their way complexities the feature films that these studios put out um you know i think an exception is the nolan series which is why we all like this yeah, yeah uh yeah. and i mean if you look at anything else like aquaman or any of these films mm-hmm. they're like really difficult to watch you know because yeah. it's just action sequence after action sequence mm-hmm. with no emotional core at all mm-hmm. uh you know and i just i i find the marvel thing so painful personally to watch uh you know because of just like the the times the films that i like it's just a complete contrast to what i like you know mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that's that's okay. my take on it so i'm easy okay why because i like the darkness of it i felt it was more realistic uh, even if i was a child maybe i was a bit sadistic as a growing up whatever it might have been but uh-huh. i wanted to see more gore i wanted to see uh-huh. i mean they came up with more graphic uh, yeah. comic books as compared to marvel which was a little more 
Like you know, I mean, not that I didn't love Marvel. My Spider-Man was my favorite hero growing up. <laughs> but the problem was that it wasn't as graphic novelish as as DC. Or DC was doing things that was ahead of its time in the nineties. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, true. Every other comic book was Archie, Tinker. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was all so sanitized. And why do you prefer DC or Marvel? I have actually a collection of uh, all the Batman animation stuff ever made on Blu-ray. Wow. So I have basically like this box set of uh, all of them. I've actually not not I've only gotten through a couple of episodes of it because I I got distracted. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. when I have some time on my hands. They're like small, like twenty, thirty minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and and there's just there, there's a lot. Like each one of them deserves a feature film. You know, it's, uh, I think even for Bhavesh, I think Vikram had taken yeah. inspiration from and writers from some of the the D, like the DC comics that they really liked, mm-hmm. and, uh, and 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 I think there's a lot yeah. to kind of explore there. I fell in love with Marvel once the movies started releasing because they started doing some like great stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. The yeah. whole MCU that they created is insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's insane. We've never seen anything like this in in, in the history of cinema, right? But there are just parts and parts and so many various ways. And I'm a huge fan of Guardians of the Galaxy. I think they are my one of my favorites. Yeah. From the Marvel movies. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I just love the characters because there's there's this humor element that Marvel has in the game. Yeah. You know, DC yeah. doesn't do that. DC tries to be like Marvel. No, 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 but but in this way, like I'm trying to figure out where. But it's in this humor way. That cool you mean? Yeah, just if they had stuck to their roots, like if you see Nolan's Batman. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is because it was it it the way it's shot, right? Because Batman is that dark character and also mm. stick with that. So mm. even with with other DC, if you see Justice League and all that, it mm. was crap. Because they were trying to make the same kind of humor like Marvel was, you know those those one-liners that mm. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Yeah. And stuff like that. You don't have that with freaking Ben Affleck. Like even Jason Momoa as Aquaman, oh, phenomenal. Okay, I think he's. I know. I think he's a good cast. Yeah. But he's not a funny guy. Yeah. When you look at you look at Jason Momoa, you see Carl Grogu. Which are the characters from the respective universes that have truly spoken to you? Just the fact that he he's basically um, somebody that's born out of the justice system failing around him and uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, decides mm-hmm. to kind of take things into his own hands and he he's obviously not left with any sort of powers. I think it's yeah. really yeah. exciting and I you know but I mean obviously he's a wealthy man and he kind of uses that to mm-hmm. his benefit uh, and it's just it's rooted in a very human story of him losing his parents and you know. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That whole crux of it, and yeah. you know, so I think I think that the Batman comics are darker in nature yeah. um, than, for example, the 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 Superman comics per se. The Superman comics have a, a much lighter tone mm-hmm. uh, to them, even whether it's like the romance and all of yeah. that, you know, like uh, with like Lewis Lane and stuff is a lot lighter than yeah. you know than Batman has. Not with, intense, with, like, yeah, it's not as intense, you know. It's not as as dark, and uh, I think even with Harvesh, we the whole yeah. like, the really interesting thing about it is that it's it, the whole idea is if somebody so ordinary and unremarkable can um can can yeah. decide to basically stand up for something that's right and you know completely commit to that code, how far it can take, mm-hmm. uh, how much of a difference it can really make. So mm-hmm. see now, X Men the original for me. Mm. I think it was what 1999, 2000, 2001, roughly around that time. Huh. So for me, it was just like 
it was great. Honestly, mm-hmm. I, I actually loved most of yeah. the X-Men, except the last few of them. I mean, I disagreed with certain aspects of their scripting because I was a huge Cyclops fan growing up, okay? Yeah, I mean, yeah. there is a second Wolverine fan, right? Deadpool is what they made because I love yeah. Deadpool as a character. And what would you want to see from the DC and Marvel universes? Yeah, the whole Shetty doing a, a, a cop universe because of it, right? Because <laughs> and Singham and Simba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He probably inspired by the MCU only. <laughs> Don't say. But yeah, I, I mean, mean just saying, why not? You have to give them the, those props for the fact that they pulled it off in three films, not just one. Yeah. And, and all three films, in my opinion, were of great quality. That's true, actually. It's too soon to, yeah. re- to reboot Batman. Yeah, yeah, true. But it's, it's kissing me off, even with the way they conducted Superman. Mm. Like, I mean, Marvel gets it wrong, but look at what they did with Superman. Yeah. The, the Man of Steel was a good movie. Huh. Superman Returns was garbage. And they're classic Superman in back-to-back movies. Yeah. <laughs> Like if you talk to ninety percent of the world's public today, Iron Man is Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, it's yeah. the film. It's not a who the hell looks at a comic book anymore. Unfortunately, yeah. right? The our generation still will. True. The other, the younger generation. I mean, they're gonna look at it on their cell phones or on an iPad. No offense. It would be interesting to see somebody um, like one of these directors, like you know how Nolan kind of took over the Batman series. Yeah. Because it was really in trouble before he took it over. You know. So it would be interesting to see one of those directors uh, kind of have a free hand with it. But obviously, I think studios are very reluctant to do that because they're scared yeah. of kind of losing the audience, you know. Um, so it's, it's, it's a difficult trade-off. I remember Darren Aronofsky, the director of Requiem for a Dream, wanted to uh, make Batman before Nolan and he wanted to make uh, Bruce Wayne basically a person that loses all of his wealth and becomes like a beggar. And then fighting yeah. back. So I'm just, but the studios, they never let. They, mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. There's so much, there's so much that you can actually do. Yeah. Uh, uh, but you, you're but, never really allowed to do it, you know. The, the uniqueness of somebody's perspective is what makes things cool, I think, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that it's, it's cool to take the essence of something and then just run wild with it, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that there's too yeah. much response, you're, you're trying to be, you have that weight on your shoulders of constantly trying to be as true to something as possible, then it's kind of boring in my opinion, you know, because people yeah. have been doing that for so many decades already. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, which is where I, I feel the Zack Snyder films really didn't work. Yeah. You know, because if yeah. you ask like a lot of the comic book people and stuff, they're a lot truer to, to the comic books, uh-huh. but then they're not, they're not as watchable or engaging yeah. as films in my opinion, you know. And finally, what do you think of the spin-offs or the side movies? Yeah, I mean, I think the Joker is a great example. Yeah. Right? You had uh, you had the spin-off and where you again yeah. had, like, basically it's like an art film in disguise yeah. as, uh, yeah. as a main piece. And I don't think even the even the producers in the studio probably expected it to become yeah. what it has. It just goes to show if you really commit to character and you're not thinking about, like, about the comic book fans while making the film, Mm. You know, you might surprise yourself with how many people you reach out to. You know, I don't think anybody expected uh, Joker, which is basically like a very, very dark film in a lot of ways. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And it's a, it's a, like really a commentary on mm. uh, society and, and um, um, you know, all, all of those things. And there were a lot of themes in that film that were very yeah. relevant to, to, mo- yeah. to uh, current uh, modern day America and North America and what's going on there. 
Um, you know, and I think that's kind of why it really captured the imagination so much because it just felt like this is a person that okay. is not necessarily right, but this is what's happened to him, and 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 this is why he is the way that he is. You know, and uh, I think that was the really interesting thing about that film and uh, about that character because you want, even if somebody's wearing a mask or a cape, you. I think the more fascinating thing is to understand why is this person the way that he is? Who is this person really beyond the you know the gimmicks and the yeah. And finally, what do you think of the spin-offs or the side movies? Look at what Marvel is doing. Now they're they're siding with the Black Panther and Deadpool. Yeah, yeah, I know. There are other siding films, Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> then, then there's Ant Man. Then there's yeah. uh, what's that other dude? They're Be- Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, uh, bad Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Yeah. Movie. Like I love it. Same. Yeah, so like these are all great. See, what do what do we watch this for? We watch as fans. We watch this so that we can be transported for that two-hour period into that fantasy. Maybe also have like a, a, a nostalgic aspect of our of our childhood, mm. reliving it right through that two-hour experience. Yeah, yeah. So when you layer that as a as a thirty-five-year-old a person who was born in the eighties, mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. transported back. So that, yeah. that that time where everything was a lot more innocent and you could wonder. You could have those fantasies and you didn't have to face the realities of life of what we have to do today. Yeah. And that's what we want. That's why we watch these movies. We want a giant bag of popcorn, some fizzy drinks, <laughs> spend two and a half hours with a goddamn phenomenal experience. And that's what yeah. we're providing us. Yeah. True. Hey. You need to pull up their socks. Yeah, I think. Yeah, they want to get close to the MCU. How at I, this I, level, when you're competing against Marvel, can you afford to take? I mean, Wonder Woman is one of your best characters. Yeah. If you yeah. Get up. You're really, really like you've already f***ed up Superman. You've already f***ed up Batman. I'm sorry. <laughs> what are you doing? What is left? Yeah, the only thing that's left is Aquaman. Thank you so much, Harsh and Rohan, for joining us for this fun conversation. Is dining in at restaurants finally making a comeback? Seems like it with the number of people who posted about their special Valentine's or even Galentine's Day meals at eateries on Instagram. While it may seem like a relatively safe option in Delhi, that really isn't the case in Mumbai, which uh, seems to be battling a fresh spike and strain of COVID. So if you're tired of ordering in and microwaving your food and don't live with parents or with people with ailments, then sure, venture out. But uh, just make sure you sanitize everything and keep your mask on. And maybe go at a time when you know many tables will be occupied, even if it's inconvenient for you. Because that's what I would do. But I'm happy ordering in occasionally for now. I'll wait for the vaccine to dine out. Here's what HD Brunch columnist V. Sangvi has to say about eating out. It's probably too early to be really optimistic, but I do have the feeling that restaurants are coming back. People are going out and life is assuming some semblance of normalcy. I'll tell you what I based this on. You remember Valentine's Day a couple of weeks ago? Well, I went out for three, four meals on Valentine's Day just to see the crowds. And what astonished me was that every restaurant I went to was jam-packed. There were people waiting for tables. And it wasn't just young people. It was older people as well. 
I went to a mall which had a new food area. That was jam-packed, people were walking around. I went to Le Cirque, which is probably Delhi's most exclusive restaurant. That was jam-packed. So why are we going out again? I think part of the reason is we feel safe. At least in Delhi, numbers have come down. We feel that the danger is minimal. But also, I think there's just a lot of suppressed demand. People are fed up of sitting at home. They're fed up, actually, and we have to say this, of delivery. They're fed up of having things that they have to assemble themselves and put in little packets on the table. They want to go out. They want to be spoiled. They want the idea of service. They want the idea of great restaurant food. Will it last? I think it will. I think restaurants are back. It could change. There may, may well be a second wave or a third wave. In Bombay, for instance, people are a little nervous at the moment. But I do genuinely believe that if nothing untoward happens, the restaurant sector in India finally is back. Spring is here and as the season of hope and colour begins, why not indulge yourself a little? After months of not ordering in or uh, not venturing out or, you know, not shopping, why not take that long drive you've been putting off, armed with sanitizers and masks, of course, and bite into ice cream if there's no scope of a sore throat in sight? Well, for me, I've been craving a decadent um, hazelnut dark chocolate cake. So I'm going to get myself just that. And another dress from Adab Alisha. It's cotton, 100% comfortable and has pockets. My weakness. Well, here's what HC branch columnist Rehana Munir has to say about the season of decadence. It's hard to resist the seductions of springtime. Uh, and you don't have to be in the great outdoors to feel it. It's, it's everywhere. It's uh, in your city street when you go down to pick up your laundry and uh, do whatever it is that we're still allowed to do. And you see these suddenly extravagant trees uh, everywhere around you. You know, it's a season of riches, of color, of activity, of glorious cliches, of hope and rejuvenation. Uh, in a month or so, we'll have holy. And uh, there's, uh, you know, all this in this era of pandemic fueled slowness, we suddenly have have an apt metaphor for hope. Um, We feel like the winter of our discontent has finally passed and we're all feeding off this very real possibility of plenty. There's this illusion, for example, of having plenty of vaccines to choose from, uh, but that's not the kind of plenty that I'm talking about. Um, Of late, I've been uh, thinking about this idea of decadence and indulgence, and decadence has always had this very, you know, uh, sinful association, all kinds of very, very dangerous things that we might do, which will lead us down the path to temptation, and then there'll be all these proportionate punishments to endure. Uh, But like this friend who's been toying with the idea of a very austere diet for a while now says, this is not the time to deny oneself. You know, she's she's back in a very strict lockdown. And, uh, you know, I think the one thing that we've learned from these times is that indulge yourself while you can. Um, But indulgence and decadence themselves have different meanings for different people. The other day someone said, I had these two hours to myself and I went wild and I was kind of imagining what could they be up to, what could they have been up to. And uh, they said that they cleaned all the cupboards in the house. Well, if that winds your watch, that's great. (laughs) But in this week's column, I'm slothfully slithering down the den of decadence and I'm hoping to drag you down there with me where it's a whole lot of fun. I hope you enjoy it more than is good for you. Bye. 
Did you enjoy our a cappella Christmas special song? Well, when I heard that the vocalist Delhi NCR based Pia Podar has come out with her debut single, I had to give it a listen. And it's as pure and magical as I had imagined. And then some. Dedication and hard work really shines through as is the case with this versatile young singer whom we got to sing a rendition of her debut Tornado for you. Hope you enjoy it. Hi, my name is Pia Poddar and I'm a Delhi-based singer-songwriter. The song you're going to be listening to next is my debut single Tornado, which is now out on all streaming platforms. The song has been produced and arranged by Delhi-based producer and musician Varun Sinha. Hope you like it.
Have a great Sunday brunch. The weekend is when you take a break from a hectic week, whether it's work from home or work from work. It's also a day to develop perspective on things by not just consuming news, but also analyzing it by listening to different points of views and figuring out what you feel about it. We hope we've been able to do just that with today's HD Brunch podcast. Feel free to give us feedback and suggestions on HD Smartcast on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram or DM us directly at HD Brunch on Instagram and Twitter. To listen to more podcasts, log on to htsmartcast.com or suno nay nazariye se. I will see you back here next weekend with another dose of entertainment that keeps things real. Till then, happy brunching guys. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.